Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good to have you with us. Happy 142nd birthday this morning to the University of Southern California. USC opened its doors on this day today, October 6th, in 1880, when L.A. was a frontier town, had no paved streets, electric lights, or telephones. Do you ever look back at the history, like the map books, the history books of Los Angeles, and see what L.A. used to look like with dirt roads? It's fascinating. Just a bunch of farmlands and, yeah. And when you now fly into LAX and you see how populated Mm -hmm. the homes, the streets, and the cars, and the freeways are, it's incredible to think how fast it grew. Right, I know. So fast. Sherman Oaks was just a bunch of oaks, like oak trees. That's why we can't cut down any of the oak trees. Well, did you try? I mean, you should not even be asking about They're that. They're illegal. In, in California, you cannot cut down an oak tree. You'll be fine. Like and hundreds Burbank of thousands was home of dollars. a bunch of banks. You can't rob a bank in Burbank. You cannot rob a bank anywhere no. in the world, actually. Uh, yes, but especially there. <laughs> especially in Burbank. Because that's where they were all centralized at one point. <laughs> Burbank. It was so cold the morning that they opened those banks. Oh, Burbank. I know. Burbank. So cold. Burbank. <laughs> what do we call this town? Burbank. Well, and you're not supposed to be seen in Encino. No. No, 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 no not in Encino. Not in Encino. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that dating app, Fleed. Field. Field. Fleed. <laughs> well, Fleed seems like a more appropriate name. Why do you always switch letters? Like, I think I have that thing. Are you dyslexic? I think I have a version of it. Like, really? Like, did you I think, get I mean, diagnosed not, by a doctor? I'm, I'm diagnosing myself, but I'll see a word and I'll make another word of it because it looks like a word. I think dyslexia isn't necessarily like one diagnosis of it. There are versions and degrees of it. But like I will see a word, and Kelly Rip and I talk about this. Yeah. I'll see a word in the teleprompter, and I, the word in the teleprompter is not the word I see. It's another word that looks like that word. And I'll yeah, flip it. Yeah, you do it with like Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. It- That's yeah. another one. I uh, see, what's his name? Tanning Tatum? Channing Tatum. Channing no. Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's Channing Tatum, but you'd but call I him see Tatum Channing. Tatum. Channing, yeah. Channing Tatum. Tanning. No. no, Chatham Tanning. No, Channing, Channing Tatum. <laughs> Hold on, guys. This is where it gets screwy in my head. His name is Channing Tatum. Correct. Yes. But I call him Tanning Chatham. Yeah. Because yes. that's what I see. <laughs> I don't I mean to thought, do it. I know. I always thought I was less dyslexic for you and more um, half listening. No, I think it's maybe that, but it's also when I see a word, my brain associates the word before it reads the word. No. So it sees or the you... shapes of the letters and like uh, loud luxury. I see Brian Lord. There's an agent named Brian Lord. And when I see loud, I see Lord. When I see the word loud, I see Lord. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm. Right. But because okay. it's just, I don't know what happens. There may be a doctor's listening. You can tell me why I have problems. But you anyway, have problems. Well, Channing Tatum, Tanning Chatham is a problem. I can't He's call the guy right. Tanning Chatham. These are just opportunities. Opportunities to what? Get it right. Sure. But anyway, we were talking about Fleed, the dating app. Field. Field, the dating app. See, that's the reason, because there's two E's. So I see <laughs> Fleed, not Field. It's spelled wrong. It's spelled F-E-E-L-D, Field. But when you look down on it, it looks like Fleed. It looks Anybody? like Field. It looks like Fleed over here. Anyway, we're not on it. But it was, a, uh, it was a, a third-party, third-wheel dating app for couples who are looking for singles. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking about oh. this article I saw <laughs> about dating in the real world, not on an app. Mm-hmm. And there's a farmer's market, and I think we should do this in Southern California because our produce is so strong. And farmer's markets, to me, the nicest people on the planet are at farmer's markets. The people who go and the people who are the farmers. They're just nice. They're, they care about the freshness and quality of food. And it's a soft spot for me. But there's a place in Chicago, a farmer's market, that's doing only a, a singles three hours. So it's basically a singles market. So if you're single for this certain amount of time, you go and you mingle there at the farmer's market to try and meet people. Everybody's led in that day at that time is single and ready to mingle. But you're doing it while buying produce and you're doing it with a cup of coffee and you're walking around and it makes it very, it makes it organic and comfortable. Where is this at? It's in Chicago that they're doing this. Oh. Um, and it's a great first date story. Oh, so, there's a success story out of this? Well, I just think it's a great way to meet. So we're all on apps, forget it for a second, and go to a singles day at the farmer's market so they're doing it where i saw in chicago and i'm just throwing it out there to the organizers of the markets here in southern california there's a big one on fairfax um you'll find the best people at the farmer's market similar yeah. interests there's they support one local businesses studio city laurel canyon don't you think hosting a singles window is great i think it's cute i mean i remember i used to go when i was single and when i wasn't single mm-hmm. and when you are and you're single and you're there you're like Whoever else Sup? is there, well, if you're buying almonds <laughs> together, you yeah, like already yeah, have yeah. a connection. If you're buying the berries and you're getting the same, getting the variety pack of berries and somebody needs to you know, borrow a bag or maybe you have a spare dollar because you're paying with cash. Right. It's just like, well, when you're single, you're like on the prowl. Like you're always just looking. Like, are you single? Am I single? You're single? Except I never looked cute at the farmer's market. I'm out here with like my giant like handmaid's tail hat and sunscreen. But that's the best look. A Sunday morning look is what we look like you in real just life. Be yourself. That's mm. what we should be advertising the way we actually really look between eight and ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Not, not Saturday night. Yeah. But always so other great farmers markets. I'm just throwing it out there. The farmers market place in Long Beach Sundays, South Pasadena Thursdays, four to eight. What a great time! Studio City Farmers Market, y'all's neighborhood. Yeah. Sundays, eight to two. Throw a singles hour in there. Silver Lake Farmers Market. That's a good one. Tuesdays. They do a 2 to 7.30 and a Saturday 8 to 1 p.m. There's plenty of time for a singles window. 
It's good stuff. I always think that when you are looking at meeting someone and there's that one extra other thing that you can bond over, food, freshness, produce, shopping. Like if you're at the grocery store and you're both at the salad bar and you pick up your food to go because you're rushing. Remember Tony, we used to do that? Yeah, I met a guy, Mr. Whole Foods at Whole Foods. Right. Well, I used to go there all the time too. When I lived in your neighborhood when I first moved here, I used to go to that same Whole Foods and go to the salad bar in the rotisserie chicken place and you'd strike up conversation because you were both on your way home from work grabbing food by yourself. I had the guy who was like, we would always like make eyes at each other. You know, we saw each other in there all the time and we'd kind of, you know, make the eye contact. Mr. You know? Whole Foods. Who knew she was passing up Jeff Bezos? Mr. Whole Foods. But then actually he got my number and then we went out and it turns out we have absolutely nothing in common. But like, that's that's fine. But okay, bummer. well, thank you for the dead end story. Well, it's okay. Uh, I tried. <laughs> you took a swing. Swung and miss. All right, listen. Your morning hack is next. Oh, swung and a mix. Swung and a miss. Tanning chain. Uh, that's did I get right? No. no. All right. <laughs> so, how many times have you heard these health tips? Turns out they're not true. Drink eight glasses of water a day. I mean, yeah. Aren't we supposed to? They say everyone's different and how much hydration they need varies. I think drink as much water as you possibly can mm. in a day. I feel like it's a good tip. That plus yeah. I like the olive oil shot on an empty stomach in the morning. Oh, Next. I'm forgetting to do that. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I, we used to always hear that. You can't go to school without a full stomach. But yeah, right? you're falling asleep by 10 o'clock. Oh. I think it is the most important meal of the day. Yeah. Evid- evidence oh. isn't really there. So if skipping it works for you, no need to change. So many people I know are doing intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. so they don't eat the first meal. And now that I don't eat the first meal, I don't need it. I'd much rather have my lunch and my dinner than rush a breakfast on my way to work. And then the other one they say that we've been told all our lives, it's just not true, is eating before bed causes weight gain. They say calories are calories no matter when you eat them. Now that one Whoa. I'm scared of. I always... Don't want to eat past eight o'clock because I'm scared that it's just going to sit in my stomach no, all night I mean, and cause weekend. Calories are calories, and that is true. But d- when you eat them, does matter because if you just go straight to bed, you're you don't, you're not burning it off. Well, you can argue with these doctors. I'm going to argue with them. Yeah, you should argue with these doctors. You should get a panel of the doctors together and do it. I think if you eat like a handful of like almonds before you go to bed, it's fine. If but you it's eat calories. A slice in, of cake before you go to bed. Hello. I think scientifically, the fact is, calories in, calories out. That's the math for weight loss. Hundred percent. Now transferring muscle and fat that's a whole different math equation but calories in calories out that's the math for weight loss anyway those are i thought that was interesting here's today's quote it takes courage to say yes to rest in a culture where productivity and burnout is seen as status so true i think the tides are turning a little bit i think it's much more respected now to say i'm having a digital diet putting my phone down i certainly hope so Mm-hmm. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, we now know Elon Musk is for sure reviving his offer to buy Twitter. We were talking about this yesterday, you know, $54.20 per share, which is about $44 billion following a tense legal battle between himself and the social media platform. Twitter has now issued a statement indicating that it intends to close the deal at the original agreed upon price after his announcement. Still, I mean, I don't I'm not going to believe this until it's all said and done. Disney Parks announced that guided tours are returning to the Disneyland Resort after operations were temporarily suspended. 
Two new tours, Walt Disney's uh, Main Street Story and Holiday Time at the Disneyland Resort are available for guests to book through the Disneyland website. Guests can book guided tours up to 60 days in advance. And get this, legendary East L.A. classic football game between Roosevelt and Garfield is getting a Super Bowl-like halftime performer. I mean, the schools are planning for a blowout event this season. You know they're rivals. It's all going down October 24th. October 21st, it's going to return to the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum and a halftime performance from the Black Eyed Peas. How cool is that? Tickets are going to be available on Ticketmaster. If you want to go to that game, you know it's going to be a big one. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So this hour, a Ryan's Rose is at 740. She got a random DM on Facebook asking if she was married to her husband. And she replied that she was, but then no response. I don't even quite understand it, but it's weird. Cause curiosity. She wants to find out like what that's all about. I mean, I guess it would indicate maybe there's another woman seeing her husband and her husband isn't saying he's married. And so the other woman's checking to see if she says he's his wife. Right. Does that make sense? A little of? bit. Still all fishy. Okay. So that's happening going to pay your bills again and do that every hour, all day till 6 o'clock tonight. Tanya's got a Taylor Swift trending report coming up. I do. We are in Taylor Swift Midnight's Month, and she just spoke about one of the tracks. And so we're going to deep into our deepest insecurities. Are you guys ready? I'm looking forward to it. Sounds amazing. <laughs> That's what I wanted to get up today and do. Just, dig into my deepest right. insecurities to get my day started right. right. Perfect. First, let's grab Kathy. On line 10. Kathy, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, I, I heard you heard us talking about olive oil on the show. Yes. Where are you, Kathy? I am driving to L.A. right now. I'm in uh, Northridge. Got it. All right, well, thank you for listening while you're driving. So uh, I see you're calling about what kind of olive oil you should get. Yes. All right. So I, I don't know if anybody's heard, but I'm becoming the spokesperson for olive oil. Literally. Uh, I am. It's kind of been life changing for me. I love extra virgin olive oil. I take a shot in the morning on an empty stomach. And as I was saying, it fights uh, inflammation and weight gain. And it's good for your skin and your nails. And it fights cancer. And it's good for your brain. There's so many benefits to extra virgin olive oil. Uh, so we also had Mia, the olive oil queen on to talk olive oil, which well, I guess we're soulmates, yeah. right? I mean, Mia uh-huh. and I are soulmates. <laughs> I mean, we're both out in the world, uh, fighting advocating, the fight. fighting girl. the fight, yeah, fighting the fight for olive oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, it's a, an old Mediterranean trick. Uh, so Kathy, the best kind to buy is extra virgin olive oil in a glass bottle that is tinted. So a clear bottle or a plastic bottle. Uh, will be susceptible to heat and sunlight, which is bad for the oil and takes away the properties that give you the health benefits. Okay. So extra Uh, virgin olive oil. I wasn't sure if there's like a specific brand too, or it just because I go to Trader Joe's a lot. So I yeah, there you know I, I should know. actually go into Trader Joe's or Ralph's and look at the ones that are all there. Mm-hmm. I just look for the seal that says you know certified and extra virgin olive oil, and usually it's in like a dark glass greenish bottle. Yes. Okay. Um, awesome. And best to use within a year. Best to use within a year, not mm-hmm. to hold on for a long time. No. Mm-hmm. 
Drink it down. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you for listening, Kathy, and good luck getting to L.A. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Take care. You too. Bye. Yeah, maybe my platform when I become your congressperson, I'm going to run on the health benefits of olive oil and why we need to make more right here in the state of California. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be like the Betty Crocker for olive oil. Wouldn't that be a dream? Yeah. You can fly an airplane and just like drop little olive oil bottles with, like, with little parachutes. Oh, for Christmas. Over. I'll yeah. dress as Santa Christmas. and do it. <laughs> I'll put on a Santa uniform and then go up in there and just drop them down. Santa used to do that where I grew up in Dunwoody Village, this little place outside of Atlanta. On like the Friday before Christmas, he would fly in a helicopter and drop packages down with parachutes. How Ooh. incredible. Yeah, it was, what I don't know. Yeah, fairy he was very... tale of a neighborhood <laughs> that you grew up in. I don't in. know. It like, happened to the I think the local <laughs> news did it. So we are in Taylor Swift Midnight's Month, the month of October. Yep. She spoke about one of the tracks, and Tanya has more in the trending report, and then it's Ryan's Roses. Taylor Swift is just brilliant. Like, uh, just... Incredibly well, talented in so many facets and clever. And so clever. clever. Like, she made the, the four, like, there's going to be four vinyls of this, this album, Midnight's, and if you buy all four, they make a clock, like an actual mm -hmm. clock that you can put on your wall. And I'm like, what a genius way to sell all four vinyls. Oh, because you know like, her I, true fans are going to buy They want all the whole four. clock, yeah. It's so clever. It's so clever. So anyways, she's been explaining a little bit about some of the songs off of this album, and this one song in particular really struck a chord with people, and it's called Antihero, and it's inspired by all of Taylor's insecurities and feelings of self-hatred, and it's one of Taylor's favorite songs that she's ever written. And she said, this song is a real guided tour throughout all the things that I tend to hate about myself. So she kind of went into things that, um, you know, she, her a lot of her insecurities come from not feeling like a real person. And she kind of did this thing where she was like, you know, don't boohoo me. You know, it's not poor me. But it's like that's something that she like really struggles with. And so I feel like there are things we all hate about ourselves. And it's all those aspects of these things that we dislike about ourselves and you have to come to terms with and that's what this song is about and so I thought it'd be interesting if we took a deep dive into our insecurities okay <laughs> and discuss no. them why <laughs> there's so much power in discovering these things because I think so what I've realized through therapy one of my insecurities is not feeling good enough like I just I'm never good enough in every aspect of my life professionally personally like everything and when you start to kind of peel back those like layers of like, why do you feel like that? And the things, the actions that you take and the things that you do in your day to day that stem from that insecurity, you start to kind of like realize it and realize that you can kind of just like sit back and you don't have to be as intense. So just so I follow the ball here, Taylor's genius has turned into us having to reveal our deepest insecurities without going to therapy first to tell the therapist. Right. Yeah. Like, and then okay. the privacy of therapy and like you get yeah, to you, discover see, things. Yeah. You come, you've, you're doing the right thing. You're going and you're talking about it and then you come back with like the reasons why. I think Sissy and I are like at the beginning of the book. Right. That's all. It just takes a spark. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even have that spark right now. Okay. Well, there's an insecurity. Mm -hmm. Look what we've uncovered. No spark. Great. See? No spark. I mean, my list is so long. Mm. I know. It's wild. And like the way that you act, the things that you do all stem from those insecurities that you don't so even smarter, realize. Smarter people than I tell me that I keep so busy because I'm afraid of whatever happens when you slow down. 
What is that? I don't know, but that's like, why Why am I afraid of marriage? I don't know why, but like I don't do it because I keep myself so busy and I blame it on that. Right. Right. Like I can't, I can't think about anything else because, because I keep adding on to everything to keep my speed going like this so that there's no time to think about those things that you're thinking about in your therapy session. Yes. Smarter people than I. Don't you find that interesting though that you just fill your plate so that you can just kind of keep going, 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 going so you don't have to think about those things. But I have a new idea to fill my plate with that could take me in the right direction called keeping up with the crawl. Keeping you up remember with the we crawl? had um, Javier on from LA Taco uh-huh. Chronicles. Yeah. I liked his idea of the taco crawl. I was thinking I could do like a, a series called the crawl where you just go to different places and taste foods. No, this is you filling okay, your plate with more stuff instead of figuring like, out. What do you think about when right you direction. go to bed at night? Like when you lay your head oh on your gosh. pillow. What time do I have to get up? And why is it going to come so fast? And why does everything hurt when I sleep? <laughs> Things hurt when you sleep? Yeah, I mean, my body hurts when I sleep. Is yeah, your meniscus cause... really that bad? Well, no, now I'm a meniscus. It's just, you know, intense workouts make you sore. Uh, I guess my insecurity is that I always have to be moving on to the next thing, which is Ryan's Roses, which is next, and that's like part oh, of the geez. issue. My insecurity is switching letters and words, Channing Tatum, Tanning Chatham. I don't know. Fear of commitment. I already opened up like an honor student here, guys. I know. Honestly, I'm really impressed with you. You get an Good A+. Job. Plus. A+. But, plus, but I do want to just say for the transcript record, it's kind of unfair when these things are sprung on us. You spring things on us all the time. Sprung, spring, 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 spring. Not so Not organized. deep stuff. Not like you have a whole page of notes and things and your response from your therapist. Like, Tizzy and I need a beat. Yeah. Like, we can't be that quick, that fast. I haven't with gone to therapy in years. No, but we need to go. But mm-hmm. I can't. I'm busy. Can't. I have three kids. You got to make time. They yeah. go on Zoom now. You can do them on Zoom. Well, it is 102.7 KISS FM. It is time for Ryan's Roses. Dear Ryan and Sissini, some random girl DM'd me on Facebook and said, Hi, are you married to, and then a name, and that name is her husband. So this is from Tessa and Covina. Tessa, I hope you're okay there, Tessa. Thanks for coming on. Sorry. Yeah, That's all right. You got me in the middle of seasonal no. allergies. <laughs> I understand. So listen, Tessa, I think I know where you're going with this. You think that another woman might be seeing your husband and is checking to see if he's single or not or married to you, which is why you got a DM? Yes, exactly. I can't get past this feeling. So uh, she, this woman, you have her name. What's her name? Right. So her name's a vet. And she DM'd over Facebook. And basically she asked, hi, are you married to? And I said, yeah, why? And didn't respond. She just left me on read. All right, so she was checking, to, she was doing due diligence on your husband. Maybe your husband is seeing her and telling her that he's, of course, single, not married, and that's why she's checking. Right, right. That's my suspicion. All right. Mm. And you addressed this with your husband and what he say? I did, and he swore up and down. He's never cheated on me, as I know. But, you know, he's got a watering eye. Like, we've thought about it before. She looks like what he tends to be attracted to, you know, young and cute and his type, I guess I would say. And, you know, really his big thing was, no, no, I don't know anyone by that name. I don't know any of that. Tessa's husband, apparently he's seeing a woman named Yvette because Yvette DM'd Tessa saying, hey, is his name and used his name, is he married? As if they're seeing each other and he's telling the other woman he's not married. Tessa, I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call, and then your husband's name on Kiss FM. Go ahead. Ryan, you have my permission to call on Kiss FM. Yvette is her name. All right, good luck. We're going to see if we can find out. We're calling him now. 
Thank you. Hello? Hi, is this Oscar? It is. Hi, my name is Beverly. I'm calling from BB's Blooms. How are you doing this morning? Uh, I'm, I'm fine. That's great, Oscar. So the reason I'm calling is because we service the Covina and surrounding L.A. area, and today we're offering local residents a promotion. It's a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. They are free. I don't need cash. I don't need your credit card. I don't need anything like that. We're just hoping that you'd like our services and then refer us to friends and family. Is that something you'd be interested in? How, how did you get my number? You may have purchased something online in the last uh, 6 to 18 months and selected to receive promotional offers from local vendors. That's how we have our database. Okay, so you're saying I signed up for something and included my name and cell phone number? Because that doesn't sound like something I do. I, I don't know what to tell you. We, that's, that's what we have here, sir. Is this something you'd be interested in? We just need the name and, the, and a note of who you want to send it to. To just free flowers? They are free. Uh, okay. Yeah, Great. sure. Um, okay. I haven't got my wife flowers in a while. Uh, you can send them to her and we'll see what happens. What's her name? Tessa. Tessa? T-E-S-S-A. T-E-S-S-A. And then we have a card. You can write something on the note. What would you like to put? Let's say, um, just, I love you. Hope you're having a great day. Oscar, um, Oscar, yeah. I'm going to just jump in here. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio. I need you to know that. My name is Ryan Seacrest. We have your wife, Tessa, on the line. And <laughs> we're Ryan, here. Like Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest? Well, I usually just say it once, but yes. So, <laughs> Did I win something? What's going on? Not really. But the thing is that Tessa reached out to us because she's concerned about um, your relationship and a woman named Yvette contacted her asking if you were married or not, which led your wife to believe if you're seeing another woman named Yvette. Can you clarify? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know an Yvette. So, but why right? would this woman write directly to your wife asking about your marriage? I don't know. That, that's what I'm talking I don't know. I didn't know what she asked me earlier. I don't know now. I mean, I've I've never heard of an event. I've never met an event. I don't know why she would message my wife. So I mean, that's that's all I can say about it, man. Well, Tessa, do you want to chime in? I, I mean, babe, I have no idea. I I just I honestly I like I told you before. I didn't know who she was. She sent me this message, then never replied. I, I don't know why she sent you that. So, what was this awesome test? What. No, I, babe, look, I don't know who Yvette is. I was not aware that she was writing you a message. I don't know why some stranger would write you a message. I, look, I, I, I don't know how to make this better, okay? But I promise you, I don't know who that is, okay? And whatever is going on, we can deal with it. So why don't you guys track her down together and find out why she's reaching out to you, Tessa, about Oscar? Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, I wrote her back, like, asking her, you know, like, why would you message me and then not reply? And she never got back to that either. She left that Strange. on that, too. So I Strange. know she read that. Yeah, some spam bot. Who cares? Why, why waste our time dealing I know, with I know. this random stranger? 
I know. I'm sorry. I just I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I just, you know, with these flowers, I just wanted to make sure that you would send them to me. And if yeah, there's no one else, I'm going to send them to you, babe. <sighs> I love You're you. You're my girl. Come on. Sounds like we need a little stronger communication about uh, feelings here in this relationship and to, have, mm-hmm. to help build a little security between you guys. Tessa and Oscar, I'm going to let you guys run. Thank you very much for coming on and talking with us, Oscar. And Tessa, good luck. Hey, thank you so much. It's a relief. Bye-bye. Knee-jerk reaction to that? I think he's telling the truth. I think so, too. No but way. also, we could do a little bit more of a deep dive with this girl. If it was a DM, like, let's... Yeah, I think they know? should investigate that. Investigate. But also, it seems like they're not communicating enough in their relationship. That's why there's question. So, we had a situation where Tessa, the wife of Oscar, got DM'd by another woman named Yvette asking if he's married. Now, all signs would indicate that she's, like, worried that the guy she's seeing, Oscar all of a sudden might be married, but he's not telling her. We got him on the line. He said he doesn't know who that is. He actually called her a spam bot. And I believed him. I just believed him. I, I, I think that they need to work on this strengthening of the communication in their relationship. But I believed him. And when you get to a place in your marriage where something like that happens and you don't give your significant other the benefit of the doubt or you don't believe them, then you've got issues already. You've got trust issues and calm issues. Do we think that there's an issue with him kind of like being defensive about the flowers in general? Like, how'd you get my info? I don't know. I got to get my name I and number. I could see myself. Like, yeah, it's like natural. Instincts. Naturally doing that. Okay. I'd probably just hang up on you. I mean, for real. Aggressive. <laughs> Same. No, I think when those... People call at the night and want to talk to you. I just hang up. You know, I don't get many like wrong numbers, and I got a wrong number the other day, and I ended up like talking to the girl for a while, and I felt really bad for her because she was trying. Well, she to was find... a wrong number or a scam? No, she was looking for like some. She was looking for like a Kathy, and it, she was calling from like a university, and so she was calling from some scam. like university. No, yeah. she wasn't though. Scam. And she was trying to look for her, and I was like, "Oh no, you have the wrong number." She was like, "Oh okay," but I'm like, "I hope you find her." Like, bye. Like that was it. But I just, I actually feel bad for her. See, I'm so cynical. <laughs> I think that's a scam. No, right, right. that was it. Like, you're like, who is Kathy? That really? Yeah. And let me get Kate on the line in Fullerton. Kate, you heard the Ryan's roses. What did you think? Um, so I have a lot to say. This was way too familiar to me. Why? Um, well, I know she's relieved right now, but I do think she needs to dig deeper because this thing happened to me. This kind of thing happened to me. It was actually from a text from a number I didn't know, but this person seemed to know about me. So I did a reverse search on that number and I got a name and then I searched that name and I know I was digging, but I found out that she worked for a consulting firm, and it's not from where we live. And it was I looked on their website, and one of their clients was the company that my husband was working for. So finally, when I brought all that information to him, finally he admitted everything. And okay, so was, you, you think that Tessa yeah. needs to dig a little bit deeper and not take him for what he's saying? No, I do. I mean, I I think she, I think she needs to dig deeper because this was enough to cause like we a separation in in my marriage. I think she's going to dig deeper and find more clues. I think he's cheating on her. Interesting. I didn't think so. Well, Kate, I mean, thank you for sharing your story and thank you for listening and calling. You take care.
Thank you. You too. Bye. He did know who you were really quickly. Well, yeah, it's Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, but like not everybody knows who he is. Because I can hear you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) On air with Ryan Seacrest. So we talk about dating a lot on the show. We've all done it. We've all done a lot of it. (laughs) And now Sisney is saying that the new way of connecting is voice connection. Yes. Which is the old way of connecting. Sure. You used to meet someone, call them on a landline, and talk to them over the phone. Oh, and if they gave you a good phone, yeah, you'd have conversations that would either work or not work. You'd fall asleep on the phone, or like your mom would pick up in the middle of the night. Yeah, those were way back in the day. Way back in the day. Ryan John, dinner is ready. Chicken salad. (laughs) Come down for chicken salad. Okay, mother, you have to announce it to you know who. My mom would not be that nice because it would be like in the middle of the night. She'd be like, Sisani, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, no. I, I, I only would keep my <laughs> line open all night when I was in a like a like a relationship. Your line? You had your own phone line? I did. I did it, sissy. Whoa, must yep. be nice, you guys. Uh, I had a share it. with the whole family. Um, I was working at Star ninety four in high school, like, making Whoa. a hourly wage, buying my own line. Ours was must, our, my parents' fax machine. Must be I connected nice. a phone to it. It was kind of awesome. <laughs> Listen, I play I extra always remote wanted my, broadcasts. I always wanted my own line. I had a yeah. few friends that had it, and I was like, wow, you guys are so cool. Yeah. So what's the voice connection thing? Anyways, okay, so like usually when you're first attracted to somebody, it's like, oh, their eyes, or they're tall, or whatever it is. The new dating trend is leaving all those obvious choices behind, and it's more about someone's voice and how they speak. So much so that Hinge was like, hmm, we're onto something here. And they were the first app to adapt this to their their app, basically. Yeah, the voice and thing. The voice notes. Mm-hmm. And so they actually did this because they realized a lot of their users were complaining how when they finally ma- when they matched with somebody, when they finally met in real life, they often were annoyed or even disgusted at times by the person's voice. So when they really? actually went out on a date, they were like, oh my gosh. I can't deal. I can't do it. I can't be with this person because of their voice. So they added this feature. That way people can kind of just go back and forth. But what's happening now is voice phishing. So people are calling as other people? Or leaving voice notes as other people? Not necessarily as other people, but what they're doing is they're like creating accents or like making their voice sound different, like not really truly how they talk, but they're making themselves sound sexier than like, how they use it's not really like how they talk oh and, hold on so i understand so if i were to leave this voice thing yeah, yeah, yeah i would alter my sound to make myself sound better but it's still me it's still you like you would change your dialect a little bit like just like the way you say hermosa like you know you're like you would hermosa. You or the say, way i talk with like sports sometimes exactly sometimes. or you'd, like if you had t- like tubs has like a hot voice too like you could just tell tubs what to say and he would say it but it would be like tubs has a hot voice i'm just using that as an example well oh, we're gonna man. go around the room here and see what's a hot <laughs> voice in a second uh, but you would like you. But I'm gonna put like a British. Really think, Tanya. I'm gonna come back to it. There's no pin. This is gonna be real time. <laughs> um, but wait. So, but putting on a British accent, people don't do that when they have. Yeah, yeah. People do that but all why? the time. What's the point? It's hot. To lure them in. It's to lure them in, and then they like you know. Then then they still go on the date, and they realize they were voice fished. So a good way to figure it out is if they're just doing the voice notes throughout the entire time you guys are kind of chatting. That's probably a tell sign that you might be being voice fished. So just be aware. 
Okay, well, let's let, let's hear, like, what would your voice sound like, Tanya, if you were leaving the voice note on a dating app, um, you know, throw it out there. Okay, so let's say he says, what are you doing tonight? Right? What are Isn't you doing it pre-recorded? Tonight? No, yeah, like, just... he would send it, he would ask me a question. Oh, right, and then and you would, record oh, okay. it back. Yeah. Okay, so. so I'd say, like. What would it sound like? I'm going to watch Hocus Pocus 2. I already watched it a couple nights ago. Loved it so much. Maybe get a couple pumpkins. How about okay. you? So when you string out much and pumpkins, uh, to me, Ryan's I'm not so sure. I'm out. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. I'm out on uh, much. We're going to end the pumpkins. Like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's called something, by the way, when people do mm. that. I don't know what it's called, but I am out. Yeah, okay. Susan, how would you leave your message? Um. Okay, I'd be like, I think I'm going to take a bath and then make some dinner and probably just watch a little TV. Interesting how you chose a bath as a lead. Because it's like make, sexual. It sounds sexy. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, who's next? Tubbs. So what would you say? I'm just going to stay in and relax, get some rest. I'm out. Honestly, he does have a sexy voice. <laughs> yeah. I it's can't. like deep and mysterious. <laughs> Tiny, you've been thinking about this, huh? <laughs> no, but I don't see anything wrong with. Wait, like, let's keep going. Where Ryan, you go. Um, I would probably try and call either later in the evening or early in the morning, so my voice was extra deep. Okay, don't like, explain it. Just go. Oh. Hey, it's Ryan. You didn't know you don't. It's you. I always say it's Ryan. Hi, it's me. Hi. No, it's you don't me. have to say hi. You're hi. in conversation. Uh. I'm just wondering if you wanted to grab a bite on Friday night. You know, we can meet. There's this great new Italian place, local. Uh, nobody's really heard of it yet, but if you want to grab a bite, let me know. Hit me back. No, hit me back. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I don't like the hit me back. Okay. Uh, maybe I wouldn't say hit me back. I, I also probably say also paying your bills on the tens. Wait, can we try producer Mark? I just need to hear. Just for Hi, pleasure. everybody. This is Mark. <laughs> yeah. and Mark I'm wondering if you'd like to go to the fair. Get some Mark. French fries. Mark, Mark, go. I, I, I would bring it down. Bring it down. There you go. Right around here. Yeah. Maybe yeah, too. Make some dinner. Call yeah, it early night. Dinner. Not dinner. <laughs> dinner. Where are you going to make dinner? <laughs> Let him go. Let him go. Okay, go ahead. I'm just going to make some dinner and call it an early night. Maybe watch a little TV. <laughs> Ew, that's he's, voice fishing. He's, he's like, I'm going to watch Dahmer. Voice Dom- fishing. Wait. He's like, I'm going to watch Jeffrey Dahmer tonight. <laughs> 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 I'm in episode three. <laughs> I you know, it's, it's what I like to watch before I go to sleep. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Tubbs won. Yeah, Tubbs won. I, I, wow. I don't admit to that. I don't concede you that Mark second. and I are in the running. What? I thought I was second. Ryan's Tanya good. Tanya really wants Tubbs to win this, so let's just let her have her moment. No, I agree with Tubbs winning. Wow. Guys, turn. All right. So it's been determined that Tubbs, Jeffrey Tubbs, our engineer, has the sexiest voice on the show. Now, you yeah. feel free to text to agree 41027 or disagree. Mm-hmm. 41027. Tanya is in the running. Sisney's in the running. Unfortunately, we're all in the running. I, I wouldn't say I'm sexy. Really? You're bubbly. Yeah, more bubbly. Like I'm not like sitting here saying like I'm gonna shave my legs and. Yeah, I agree. I, I wouldn't say I'm sexy. I'd say I'm high strung. Yeah, you, you had a lot like, of detail. You were like to the point and direct. Well, I, I thought that's what you're supposed to do when you're leaving these voice notes. 
Hey, uh, hey, well, I got condemned for saying, hey, it's me. Hey, it's Ryan. <laughs> I just can't. Are you supposed I, to introduce yourself when you leave a message? Because they know it's you. You're How right. do they know it's, it's me? It's your profile. It's like a text message. Like, you know, you're just <laughs> well, like, you. you say, hey, it's Ryan every time you text. Hey, it's Ryan. Uh, uh, not when I text, actually, but no. when I call and leave a message, I'm like, hey, it's Ryan. I always start with that. You heard that? Hey, it's Ryan. Mom? Do you say that with your mom? Hey, it's me. Nah. I say, but hey, it's, it's me. Not a, it's not a voicemail. It's just a, t- it's like a text message. Oh, that was br- that brought me a lot of joy, guys. Good. More joy here on the lines. <laughs> Let's go to Mallory. Mallory just found out that her boyfriend has a matching tattoo with his ex. Okay, Mallory. It's funny. I was just having this conversation about fake tattoos and how fun it would be for Halloween just to spice it up a little bit. You know, the ones that you can... I think I would get mine on the inside of my bicep, but then remove it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's good to try it out, see if you like it. Yeah. And then you come along with this story about your ex having the same tattoo. What is the tattoo? So, it is a moon. And she has one half and he has the other? Well, it has it's a sun. It's Wait, a sun what? or a moon. Okay, so here's, a, here's the situation. Okay, so, like, he has a lot of tattoos, right? But he has this specific one, and it, it's a moon. And I've asked him the story behind all of his tattoos, like, including that one. And he told me that he just liked the idea of having a moon, right? Right. Well, his ex-girlfriend and I, we have mutual friends. Um, so someone I follow tagged her in a picture on Instagram. So of course I went to her profile and I was just looking around and I saw that she had a sun tattoo in the exact same spot that he has his, right? Oh, and so, it's yeah. on her arm, like the same style, same shading. So I'm like, okay, this is not just like coincidence. Like they have no. matching tattoos. Solar system match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. why did, did he just not want to get into it with you and figured you would never find out about the sun and the moon? I guess so, because, like, I've asked him before, and and I finally confronted him, and I did say, wait, is this a matching tattoo? And he was like, yes. Like, we did get it on a whim, but it was meant to be, like, um, she's the sun to his moon and, like, the other way around. Yeah, so I, I, just didn't I bring it up. you can easily make that something else. I would want it to be changed, I think, especially if it bothered me like it's bothering you. Yes, and like he doesn't think it's a big deal at all, and I'm like, but now I have to look at it all the time, and that's what I think about, you know? Right, but that's the thing. He needs to know it's a big deal. If it's a big deal to you, it's got to be a big deal to him because that's what you're thinking about every time you see it. Mm. So I, I would mm-hmm. push for the change. Push for the edit. Okay. Yeah, Kenny, it doesn't have a bunch. Uh, I, like, it'll be an easy, like, he can cover it up, make an put emoji. a flower. That is true, yeah. He's just trying to make it seem like it's not a big deal, but yeah, I, I'll suggest that. I do like that. Push he for the edit. cover it completely. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for the call, Mallory. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah thank bye. you. I do. I do this once a year. where I think, gosh, I should have one permanent. No, I shouldn't, because then when I get older, I won't want it. No, you're never gonna not want it. I think so. I think me at ninety, with skin hanging down and a tattoo that's you now can get it removed. When you're ninety, days. you're not gonna care what you're doing. Really? You don't think I'm gonna care with my shirt off along the beach when I'm ninety? No, you're gonna be like living your life. Be happy I, to where, be alive. Where, where, you, next I didn't day. know you. I didn't realize you visualized so much about being ninety. Where will I be? I think when you're ninety, you're gonna be like just grateful to be having breathing <laughs> oxygen be, that day, <laughs> just to see the sunrise or the exactly. moon. Exactly. You're not gonna care about your hanging uh, tattoo. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Joining us now, one of our favorite people, Fareed Zakaria from CNN. Fareed, thanks for coming back on. There's 
every time you're on, there's like a list of things I want to ask you about. And we're going to talk about the CNN special that I know that is coming up. But just to start, I was watching you, maybe it was last weekend, and I almost emailed you, and I thought, let me not bother him with an email about this question that's naive. But you were talking about the nuclear um, sword rattling from Putin and how, with desperation, this is you know something that we all have to think about around the world. And you commented about if he were to use nuclear weapons, there would be a response that is equal. What does that mean? I'm just curious. Yeah, so, you know, this is a big problem, which is what do you do? The the peace in the world uh, rests on on something called MAD, uh, which sounds weird, but it's mutually assured destruction. So the idea is the Russians have these crazy nuclear weapons that can reach the U.S. and wipe out whole cities. And the reason they don't use them is because we have the same missiles and we would be able to fire them at the Russians. So that kind of deters each other. Um, unfortunately, the Russians also have some very small nuclear weapons, which they could use. They're called tactical nuclear weapons, which they could use on the battlefield in Ukraine if they felt like their backs were against the wall, if they felt like they were losing, they had no option. So the question becomes, what do you do about that? Let's say you know they, they use a nuclear weapon. It doesn't destroy a whole city. But it crosses that bar of, of, of no use of nuclear weapons that has been in place for 75 years. It's devastating. It does cause a lot of radiation. Uh, those, those blocks in the city would be uninhabitable probably for uh, years, you know, kind of Chernobyl-like thing. So the U.S. military, I believe, on the basis of the reporting I've done, is thinking of not responding with a nuclear attack of our own. So sort of sending the signal the Russians can behave irresponsibly, we won't, but instead to do a kind of devastating conventional strike. So to give you an example, one thing the U.S. military could do was, uh, you know, uh, an air campaign that would just destroy every Russian troop position in Ukraine, which would essentially end the war. You know, the Mm -hmm. Ukrainians would then basically just walk through those, those positions, take over that land. So I think that's a smart way to think about it, because and the Biden administration is doing it smartly because what you're saying to the Russians is if you do that, the war's over. We'll and, end and it. Ukraine wins. We'll end it. So the other thing I wanted to get your reaction to are the protests in Iran after the death of the woman by the police there. Um, we've seen those protests. Where do you think this goes? You know, so far the the the, the best rule, sadly, has been to bet. Uh, that repression works. That if you're really willing to use force, you know, think People about Syria. Quiet. Think, yeah, think about Russia. Think about China. You know, the people at the end of the day, under totally understandably, people don't want to die. They've got families to look after. Um, but what I have to say is, the bravery of these women is just amazing. You know, you get jailed for not wearing your headscarf yeah. in in Iran, and these women are saying you know publicly and they're videotaping themselves and they're going out so what i think they're trying to do is to force a debate within the regime that says we got to we got to drop this requirement but the problem is it's been so central to their to to the regime and to the the ideology of control but maybe they'll find a crack here in the regime 
We hope so. Yeah. It's, t- it's tough to see. Fareed Zakaria with us. Got a new CNN special, Supreme Power Inside the Highest Court in the Land. What's the purpose of this one? I think one of the things that worries me most about America these days is we don't believe in anything. We don't have faith in anything. We don't have faith in the you know Congress, the presidency, big companies, big media, big tech, right? One of the few things that we all respected was the Supreme Court. Um, it used to be like the Army, the Supreme Court, maybe the Federal Reserve, right? Like mm-hmm. at this point, you're left with very few things that you respect. And the Supreme Court, what I was struck by was this Gallup poll, 75% of Americans, three out of every four Americans say they no longer have confidence in the Supreme Court. And I sort of tried to understand why. And I guess the, sh- the short answer is the court has been behaving in very political ways, not judicial legal ways. Everybody understands the court will come to con- decisions that you don't agree with. But you 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 always thought it was because the judges were using their legal reasoning to come up with where they came up with. But over the last decade, I would say, it, it, it has seemed as though somehow the Supreme Court finds itself endorsing and supporting and, 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 and uh, you know, helping every conservative cause that the Republican Party has been, challenged, has, been, has been championing. So it makes you wonder, wait, is this, is this just politics? Is this just, are they all just conservative Republicans and they are just doing what, what the, you know, Donald Trump told them to do? Or do they actually have a kind of judicial temperament Interesting to see all of it in the special coming up. One of the great thinkers on our planet, Fareed Zakaria, with us. It's a CNN special, Supreme Power Inside the Highest Court in the Land. And if you get a chance to see him on the weekends, I just really look forward to your take on things. When you open your show and you give your perspective and your view, it's so insightful. And for me, it's it's really the best part of that hour. Thank you so much for having me, Ryan. Good to see you again, pal. Be well. Take care. Bye-bye. You got to watch his uh, show on Sundays on CNN. So interesting. Yeah. All the different curiosity from a guy like that, too. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Kiss Club VIPs, you are minutes away from getting your access to our Kiss FM Jingle Ball this year, presented by Capital One. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.